The NBA is back! Finally! After four months off, the league we all love so much is ready to restart in Orlando this week. Couldn't be more excited to be talking about actual basketball on this podcast. Also very excited to let y'all know that The Athletic is now offering 40% off an annual subscription if you go to theathletic.com slash no dunks. Great way to support The Athletic. Great way to support no dunks because you're going to be getting exclusive in-depth coverage of the NBA's unprecedented bubble restart. Not only that, you're getting coverage about the WNBA restart. You're getting coverage about baseball's 60-game season. It's unprecedented times. These are unprecedented Seasons, And this is an unprecedented deal because you're getting all that writing, you're getting all that coverage, and you're also able to listen to every single podcast on the Athletic Podcast Network totally ad-free. What an incredible deal. Go to theathletic.com slash no dunks so you can subscribe now and save 40% off an annual subscription. Sports are back. You don't want to miss breaking stories from your favorite teams and your favorite writers. So go to theathletic.com slash no dunks for 40% off an annual subscription. October 22nd, it's opening night and the marquee game on the schedule is... Ring night for the defending world champion Toronto Raptors. The battle for Los Angeles. The first time anyone gets to see Anthony Davis alongside LeBron James in Lakers goal. The first time Kawhi Leonard will wear a Clippers jersey. The first time Lakers versus Clippers might actually be the two best teams in the league squaring off. The Clippers win 122-112. Kawhi leads all scorers with 30 in his L.A. debut, while Anthony Davis goes for 25, 9, and 5 in the loss. Paul George is still on the shelf after getting what he calls new shoulders, but this is the kind of victory people were expecting to see as defense and depth leads the Clips to a victory in their technical home opener. The two teams would go their separate ways for a while. For the first time in a decade, LeBron James had a long rest. After playing in the finals from 2011 to 2018, an injured groin halted LeBron's 18-19 season early, and for once, he actually got to chill. It paid off right away. Stinging from that opening night loss to the Clippers, the Lakers went on a tear. With LeBron looking like the best player in the world again and leading the league in assists at 35 years old, the Lake Show would go on to win 24 of their next 26 games. LeBron relished the challenges, like in a Game of the Year candidate against the Mavs and Luka Doncic. 39, 12, and 16 for LeBron, 31, 13, and 15 for Doncic. As Justin Kubatko tweeted, Luka became the youngest player in NBA history with 30, 10, and 15 in the game, and LeBron became the oldest player in the same game. That was incredible. Just seeing them after the game, the way that LeBron was like, man, it's awesome how much you like me and how good you are. (laughs) That was a special moment. That was cool to see. Davis was brilliant, as expected, next to LeBron, easily piling up points and rebounds while generating DPOI buzz as L.A. built a fearsome defense on the strength of A.D., new addition Danny Green, and a resurgent Dwight Howard. Tied with the Bucks at 24-3 for best in the league, the Lakers finally faltered at the end of December. First, a perhaps understandable loss in Indiana just days before a marquee matchup with Milwaukee. 
But then, the box wouldn't fold, and Giannis kinged himself. Giannis putting on the crown. He comes. He hits a shot and goes back the other way and puts on the pretend crown. Nine minutes left in the fourth. I think he's saying it's my turn. Oh, that's exactly what he's saying. I wear this now. Yeah. That's what he's saying as he is putting it on. LeBron sat a couple nights later against the Nuggets, and the Lakers lost their third straight, tallying as many losses in a week as they had in the season's first two and a half months. A Christmas Day matchup with the Clippers was next on the schedule. The Lakers had LeBron, but the Clippers had Kawhi. Except, well, when they didn't have him. Just like he did during his 60-game championship season for the Raptors. Homer! Okay, come on. We're not going to do this again, all right? (laughs) I'm just saying what happened. Kawhi Leonard played for the Raptors, he sat out games for load management, and he continued to do so for the Clippers. At least until the league told them to hide it better. Kawhi Leonard, he sat out that loss last night, missing the front end of a back-to-back set as part of load management. Many derided the Clippers' decision to sit Kawhi (laughs) against Giannis. With the poll quote of the day, it's probably coming from Doris Burke, who said, Kawhi not playing to me is ridiculous. The memo said, quote, load management is not an injury or an appropriate description of an injury under the injury reporting procedures. Yeah, yeah. So, like, put what the reason you're resting is. Is it because of your legs? Is it because you're, you're just, uh, you gotta, your eyelids are heavy? Uh, injured eyelids. Uh, <laughs> heavy lids. Yeah, heavy lids. <laughs> this is the thing. It's basically saying be good about lying or be honest. Yeah. I don't know which it is. Be it's, honest about lying. Im- yeah, sure. It's important to be good at lying. <laughs> Since the reprimand, Kawhi has continued to rest when he and the team decides, if necessary, just like before. One game he didn't skip, however, was that return to Toronto. What a video, though. What a tribute video there from the Raptors. I thought that was perfect. Homer. You just homered yourself. That's really weird. That's true. Paul George and his brand new shoulders returned midway through November, ironically enough, in a game Kawhi was resting. PG immediately returned to a high level, splashing threes and fitting perfectly next to Kawhi when they both took the court. But as the wins piled up, the drama continued. Only this time, rather than loads being managed, it was inter-family relations. Doc Rivers is at mid-court right now. Tony Brothers. Look at Austin Austin Rivers. Rivers No, that's the best. (laughs) Look at his son saying, call him for a tee. Tee up, my dad. He's on the other team, and there it is. Doc's son begging for his dad to get a technical. And now waving for him. (laughs) Austin just looked at us. He's like, get him out of here. Losses to the Bulls and the Suns confused just as much as wins against the Celtics and Rockets reassured. The Clippers were obviously good, they just didn't have the pedal to the metal. Christmas Day against the Lakers was a chance to prove what they are. December 25th, the Lakers are down three. There are 20 seconds left and the ball is in LeBron's hands. He's struggling tonight, but he hit a couple threes earlier in the fourth and come on, it's LeBron James. Of course he has the ball in his hands. He's guarded by Kawhi to start. Then after a screen, it's Montrezl Harrell. Then after another screen, it's Patrick Beverly. Yeah, these Clippers are deep. The ball pinks to the corner, then back to LeBron on the right wing with Beverly all up in his shorts. Now there's eight seconds left on the clock. LeBron jabs, dribbles once, steps back to his right, rising for three over the much shorter Beverly. Knocked out of his hands, deflected out of bounds. Patrick Beverly 
What a spectacular defensive play. Beverly strips it clean. So clean the refs go to replay and see that not only did he block LeBron's shot on the way up, it also hit Bron's hands on the way out of bounds. After an interminable amount of time at the scorer's table and a whole bunch of, that would be the Lakers ball if we were playing pickup, the Clippers got the ball back. They won 111 to 106. It's 2-0 Clippers. They're scheduled to play again in a month. Having proven themselves with their Christmas Day victory, the Clips take it easy. The wins still come, but they're often uninspiring. In an odd stretch, they give up 140 in a loss to the Grizzlies, then barely beat the Knicks and Warriors. A couple weeks later, a surprise loss to the lowly Hawks leads to our first real drama from either of the Hollywood squads. Montrez Harrell, his quotes after losing to the Grizzlies, we're not good. He said, we're not a great team. We're not a great team. I think it's that we need to realize and wake up. We're a team that has to figure things out to win night in and night out. Somebody else asked him, what's the vibe like in the Clippers locker room after this Grizzlies loss? He says, I don't know. That might be another problem right there. Doc Rivers says that he doesn't think the Clippers have an identity. The Clippers, they like to lay an egg or two. The Clippers, they can lose as many games as they want to bad teams. (laughs) And nobody cares. It's fine. Look, you beat the Lakers twice and it's okay to drop a stinker here and there. We'll let it slide. But just like after opening night, the loss ignites the Lakers. They immediately peel off nine straight wins. Kyle Kuzma dyes his hair blonde and LeBron keeps playing so well that we start wondering how he might do under different circumstances. At Troy Likes Stuff, he tweeted in, he wanted to dig a little deeper into the whole LeBron versus a horse at the Olympics thing. LeBron and a horse if they were competing in the Olympics. How that might shake out. He hit us with a great thread scoring who would win each particular Olympic event between the two. Okay, aquatics. Horses per Google, they can barely swim. Mm. What? I always thought a horse was good in water. So did I. <laughs> I mean, I really did. So did everybody. Horses like to have their hooves on the ground. That's what they say. Um, so LeBron won horse zero. Archery, hooves. No good here. LeBron two, horse zero. <laughs> Athletics. Finally, we get to run and run fast. LeBron two, horse one. Oh, yeah. Horse wins that one. Badminton, hooves. LeBron three, <laughs> horse one. <laughs> Baseball slash softball, technically a team sport, which cannot be played solo, so both forfeit that one, okay? Basketball, LeBron's day job. LeBron four, horse one. Yeah, but horse is a whole game. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> we might have to think about this. One. Okay. Boxing. Imagine a LeBron and a horse boxing. Oh, I'm getting the horse. So would I. He yeah. scores at LeBron five, horse one. I... No. This is going to sound crazy. A horse could take unlimited punches to the face from LeBron James. <laughs> and all a horse needs is one rear up, <laughs> boxing gloves on front hooves, and one strike. LeBron yeah. is not going to be able to hang with a horse. On January 26th, tragedy strikes. Well, we have our emergency podcast, and it's for the worst possible reason. Um, this late Sunday night, we just got into the No Dunks studio here. I'm sure all you know, Kobe Bryant died in a helicopter crash today um, with his 13-year-old daughter, Gianna, also killed, nine people in total in the helicopter. With the league in mourning, the January 28th matchup between the Lakers and Clippers is postponed. It's rescheduled for April. All around the association, teams take eight 
and 24 second violations to honor Kobe. Trey Young wearing number eight, gonna hold it for eight seconds. And there is an eight second violation for a turnover. The fans here now chanting for Kobe and the Wizards. They're gonna hold this for 24 seconds. Number eight and number 24 here in Atlanta. And this has been happening all around the league. Every team first possession taking a 24 second shot clock violation as an homage to Kobe Bryant, number 24. When the team returns to Staples Center in late January, LeBron gives a stirring speech in tribute to the fallen legend. Now, I know at some point we will have a memorial for Kobe, but I look at this, I look at this as a celebration tonight. This is, this is a celebration of the 20 years of the blood, the sweat, the tears, the broken down body, the getting up, the sitting down, the everything, the countless hours, the determination to be as great as he could be. Tonight, we celebrate the kid that came here at 18 years of age. Retired at 38 and became probably the best dad that we've seen over the last three years, man. The NBA announces that all players will wear Kobe's number 24 or Gianna's number 2 in the All-Star game. The game will feature a Kobe-inspired 24-point added target score and the All-Star MVP trophy will be renamed in the Mamba's honor. Later in February, Michael Jordan speaks at the Lakers' tribute. Maybe it surprised people that Kobe and I were very close friends. But we were very close friends. Kobe was my dear friend. He was like a little brother. Everyone always wanted to talk about the comparisons between he and I. I just wanted to talk about Kobe. You know, all of us have brothers and sisters, little brothers, little sisters who, for whatever reason, always tend to get in your stuff your closet, your shoes, everything. It was a nuisance, if I can say that word. But that nuisance turned into love. It's not just on the court that the Lakers and Clippers are competing. Every ring-chasing vet is rumoured to go to the Clippers. Or the Lakers. Both teams tried to bring Darren Collison out of retirement. Both teams make trade offers for the same players, with the Clippers finally landing the trade deadline's biggest fish, Markeith Morris. No, no, no. The Lakers got Markeith Morris on the buyout market. The Clippers traded for Marcus Morris. Uh, are you sure? No, not at all. Nevertheless, both teams add a Morris and keep bringing people in. Reggie Jackson and Joakim Noah for the Clips, Dion Waiters for the Lakers. 
With a March 8 matchup looming, the Lakers play some of their best basketball of the season. LeBron scores 40 and eats red vines on the bench during his first game versus Zion Williamson. LA smashes a starless Sixers squad, then avenges a loss against the Bucks in a game between each conference's number one seed. The Clippers head into the game riding a six-game win streak of their own. March 8th, here it is. It was a playoff atmosphere from the tip, and the Hollywood stars didn't disappoint in this Twizzler. 30 for AD and 28 for LeBron. 31 for Paul George and 27 for Kawhi. Sterling performances from the leading men, but it was Avery Bradley who was cast as the hero. His 24 points were a season high and so were his six threes, four of which came during a massive third quarter for the purple and gold. Lakers win, 112-103. Just like that, the Lakers become title favorites. What? Yep, they just beat the Bucks and Clippers in consecutive games doing it pretty convincingly. The Bucks had the best record in the league the entire year. They beat the Lakers earlier this season. Giannis snatched LeBron's crown. Right. And the Clippers beat the Lakers twice too. True, but at least the Lakers haven't been caught at Magic City. <laughs> no, they've just got an anti-vaxxer on the squad. Okay, so co-favorites. Meanwhile, in No Dunks, January 31st, 2020. What's your uh, what's your favorite snack at a Super Bowl party? Mm. I like something healthy. Oh my god! Like uh, un- uncooked carrots and uh, <laughs> oh my god, and, and red pepper <laughs> and red pepper with guacamole. <laughs> I've never heard someone call them uncooked carrots, <laughs> but not baby ball. carrots. Peel them oh, yourself. Full size Get uncooked you. peeled carrots. <laughs> Organic. Uncooked. Don't use it as an excuse to just gorge yourself on all sorts of junk. Have a little bit of junk, not all day worth of junk. Balance it out a little bit, that's all. James Harden, Chris Paul, and Russell Westbrook have weaved a tangled web across the Western Conference. Harden and Westbrook knew each other decades ago, then were teammates on the Thunder, then they weren't. Westbrook won an MVP with Harden finishing second in the vote. The next year, Harden won the MVP. All three guys played on the same All-Star team four times. Harden has bounced Westbrook from the playoffs. Westbrook has bounced Harden from the playoffs. They've both bounced CP3 from the playoffs, and eventually he became teammates with Harden. And then they weren't, because now Westbrook is teammates with Harden. Again, this time in Houston, after being traded for, wait for it, Chris Paul. The circle is complete. It's the If you've heard a good space shuttle failure to launch joke, now is the time. Houston, we have a problem. Because the beginning of this season was a problem for Houston. With the China controversy hanging over their heads and the team figuring out how to swap one all-star guard for another, it was a disjointed start for the Rockets. The early frustration was never more evident than when James Harden smashed a ball into his own face. This guy is a master with the basketball, and he was unaware of simple physics that you just when you <laughs> when you slam a ball, it's going to come back up. Now maybe he, I think he mistakenly put a little bit of English on the ball because he kind of bounced it slightly in front of him, and it came back and hit him right in the face. But I mean, this is again, the guy can do everything with the ball, everything with his feet, and somehow, some way. 
He hit his face with a ball. I, I was astonished when I saw it, and so was Josh Hart, who was playing for the Pelicans at the time because he was right there and saw it happen. And the great Josh Hart reaction, if you haven't seen that that video, that gif, hilarious. Slam a ball and hit yourself in the face unless you're four years old. And this guy is uh, one of the best basketball players in the world. When Eric Gordon suffered a knee injury, questions had to be asked. Records very respectable for the Rockets, seven and three. But with the Eric Gordon injury, some sluggish performances. Is anyone ready to hit the panic button on the Houston Rockets season, especially when you consider their expectations? Anybody reaching for that big old red button? I'm gonna hit a mild panic button. Ooh, a little, just a little tap tap. But soon after, Harden caught fire. 47, 44, and 49 in three straight games. A few pedestrian 30-point outings, then 60, followed by 50. A week later, 55 and 54 in consecutive games. How do you like that, Lee Ellis? How do you like that, Lee Ellis? (laughs) (laughs) Pretty quickly, the question wasn't about whether or not to panic. It was whether or not Harden could average 40 for a season. The points were accumulating so fast that sometimes it was hard to keep up. Not just for fans, but even for the refs. We're inside eight minutes to go. Harden the steal and the dunk. Oh, he missed it! No, that, that, that was wait a minute. That ball went that was through. Good, yeah. <laughs> it came out. They're gonna miss it. The ball was clearly good. I mean, <laughs> completely wrong. It's two points. Despite their pre-existing relationship, fitting Westbrook next to Harden still took time. The very idea of a career 30% three-point shooter playing off the ball in a three-point heavy system just didn't make sense. And when Westbrook came out of the gate shooting 23% from deep during the season's first three months, the pairing seemed even more suspect. But with Harden lighting the league on fire and Westbrook struggling from deep, opponents got bold with their game plans, often doubling the beard as he crossed half court. And that's when it clicked, as Westbrook feasted on four on threes, taking advantage of the kind of open lanes he'd never seen playing with the Thunder, especially when all the tall guys weren't in. So what if the tall guys were never in? Haha, <laughs> on January 31st, Clint Capella sat with a heel injury, so Mike D'Antoni decided to roll with all smallies, moving Daniel House into the starting lineup and beating the Mavericks while playing no one over six foot six. The team never looked back, winning their first four games playing tiny. With Westbrook unlocked, Capella became expendable and was soon shipped to Atlanta in a three-team deal that landed Houston, Robert Covington. The Rockets had officially embraced Ultra Small Ball. All they needed now was a nickname. But my winner is the Houston Rockets because they are all in on small in. All in on smallin. They're ballin' smallin. They were calling it micro ball on the ding today. Obviously, a lot of people just going with the simple super small ball. I saw the dream shake suggest pocket rockets, <laughs> which I really, really <laughs> okay, like. Okay, I love it. Um, and, I, <laughs> and I was in the shower this morning, and I was thinking, pocket rockets is pretty funny. And then I was like, well, is there something off of D'Antoni's seven seconds or less that we could do with the Rockets? So I did the math quickly. I could be wrong, but what about 79 inches or less? Sure. <laughs> six, seven, and under? I think the math checks out. Houston went 11-6 and six playing with their pocket Rockets, beating the Lakers in L.A., the Celtics in Houston, and then the Celtics again in a Game of the Year candidate in Boston. Maybe it's just a regular season gimmick, but it might be Rocket Science. Oh, who wrote that? 
After 11 years with some of the best players in the league, this season looked like it might be the first time since their debut season that Oklahoma City Thunder fans might have to cheer for a bad team. Sure, Chris Paul was in town, but for how long? Same with Danilo Gallinari. Longest tenured Thunder Steven Adams was even in trade rumors. Instead, the Thunder turned into one of the season's best surprises and even got a hater like myself to enjoy Chris Paul. But there were still some bumps along the way. First, OKC played under 500 basketball for the season's first couple of months, lending credence to the idea that this would be a step back for the Thunder. Then, Chris Paul called the fashion police. Loser of the weekend to Chris Paul and to the referees, because what a bunch of losers for this. <laughs> Are you kidding me? The guy's a tattletale? I'm trying to teach my five-year-old not to tell on her sister all the time, and this guy is literally telling on Jordan Bell for not having his jersey tucked in. Having mastered the rule book, the thunder started rolling. CP3 reclaimed the point god status that some thought had passed him by, getting teammates involved, then taking over down the stretch with clutch baskets when OKC needed him. He even got Steven Adams to wear a suit, even if Adams did say the next time he'd wear one would be at his own funeral. <laughs> Aside from the sartorial splendor and knack for closing, Paul's mentorship also proved invaluable for OKC. Dennis Schroeder had the most impactful season of his career, coming off the bench and embracing the role on his way to becoming a leading candidate for sixth man of the year. But sophomore Shea Gilgis-Alexander's growth was even more impressive, as he led the team in scoring and inspired an incredibly silly bet. He would not make the All-Star game this year over Chris Paul. No, no I, chance. He, I'm saying he won't. He's in the conversation. He has to be. He's averaging 20, he doesn't 6, have and to be. 3. He doesn't have to be. Shooting 47%. Okay. In 2020, he's gotten even better, so timing matters. We talk about it all the time. He's not going to make it. I'm with you. He's going to make it in the future, immediate future probably. Or is that too far fetched? Next season? Next two seasons, he makes it? I'll take that bet. All right. I'll say no. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> Stay tuned until 2022 for the results. The three guards ran things, Gallinari stayed healthy, and Steven Adams stayed hilarious. Not only did he bust out a shimmy after hitting his first career three-pointer with a casual toss from 56 feet, he also let everybody know just how much pressure he was feeling during some late-game free throws. Steven, how did this feel? Free throw shooting's been such a key for you this season. How did it feel to hit that one and then make the heads-up play after? Yeah, absolutely. My pants. And I should have done. I should have free throw. It's a lot. It's, it's pretty tough. I didn't realize how much pressure it is, eh? But... Yeah, no, I made it, mate. Don't be happy with it. Despite coming into the season with low expectations, the Thunder put together their best season since Durant was in town. They've got the same record as Harden, Westbrook, and the Rockets, so there's a chance the three of them meet again in the playoffs. We got something riding on that, too. I'm going to sort of double down on that prediction and say the Thunder do make the playoffs and cause a first-round upset. Oh, my Wow. God. I and... They're gonna and face, they're gonna face the Rockets in the first round. Wouldn't that be a juice? <laughs> oh, wow, what a juice! Meanwhile, in No Dunks, December third, twenty nineteen. It's time to count down my top five mystery fart suspects. <laughs> <laughs> Trey Kirby, you had an extremely gassy week going in the short Thanksgiving week. Am I wrong? I'm not a whistler. Uh, I'm a boomer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, boomer. <laughs> Squeaky chair. Not a human. Ooh. JD. Mm. Not JD farting, because JD doesn't fart. That's true. He rarely farts around us. <laughs> but maybe JD as a little sort of a goodbye to Canada, <laughs> inserting a sound effect. <laughs> Lee Ellis. 
Now, why Lee Ellis? Pretty obvious. It's why not? <laughs> why not? And it's a man that doesn't, you know, doesn't believe in trapped wind. Well, that's Doctor's orders. Yes, Doctor's yeah. orders. That's right. <laughs> My suspect number one in the mystery fart. It's you, Tass oh, Mellis. It is you, but not Tass's butt. It's Tass's voice. <laughs> The final 22 teams have made their way down to Orlando and are ready to get back on the court. We're going to have some basketball, baby. While the ending to this year's season will be different than years past, there will be no shortage of excitement. And there's no better place to get in on the action than with DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. To celebrate the return of basketball, DraftKings will have not one, but two $1 million top prizes through the first two days of the resumed season so get in on all the action now if you haven't tried it yet fantasy basketball is easy to play just pick eight players stay under the salary cap and pile up points for three pointers rebounds assists and more there's no better way to put your basketball knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at one million dollars but if basketball isn't for you don't worry DraftKings is offering plenty of fantasy golf action for this week's tournament. With millions of dollars up for grabs, oops, with millions of dollars up for grabs this week, there is no better place to have skin in the game than with DraftKings. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code RUN to get a free shot at millions of dollars up for grabs this week with your first deposit. Not doing it again. That's promo code RUN to get a free shot at millions of dollars with your first deposit. Only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. In the United States, on average, it takes around 29 days to see a doctor. And guys, when it comes to sex, if you're dealing with erectile dysfunction, you want treatment ASAP. It's the one area of late night intimacy where it's better to be fast. And have I got some good news for you. Our friends at Roman have built a platform that connects you with a licensed doctor in your state or from the comfort of your own home on your schedule. Just log in and complete a free online visit and you'll hear back from a US licensed physician within 24 hours. And guys, if you're on a promise, you know that time is of the essence. We all do. If the doctor decides that treatment is right for you, Roman's Pharmacy can ship your medication to you with free two-day shipping. And there's more good news. For guys who don't like commitment, then this is perfect because you can cancel at any time. So if it doesn't work out or is not right for you, then you can ghost Roman guilt-free. So if you're struggling with ED, go to GetRoman.com slash NoDunks for a free online visit and free two-day shipping. That's GetRoman.com NoDunks for a free online visit and free two-day shipping. I'm about to ask you guys a very personal question. Do you truly love your current couch, or is it just something to sit on? Now think that over. Do you love it? Would you send a sweet valentine to your couch? Because if not, now's the perfect time to replace that old crusty I don't give a damn about couch with a sofa you will love from Burrow. What is Burrow? Why is Burrow better? Let me tell you why. I literally have a hundred reasons to break it down why Burrow is the best place to get a couch from, but I'm going to give you three specific ones. One, Burrow offers unique features that you won't find in big box furniture store sofas or even other sofas you can get online. They have built-in USB chargers 
so your phone doesn't die while you lounge. USB chargers in the sofa. That is brilliant. You look at your phone, eh, 90% of the time, you're lying on the sofa watching TV. You look at your iPhone more than you look at your TV. I guarantee you. So having that built-in USB charger is nice. You can also customize your sofa to fit your decor and your needs. And, and Burroughs just went next level with the customizable options. You can pick the fabric color, the leg finish, the armrest style, the length. You can add things like a chaise lounge, an ottoman, both, it doesn't matter. There are like 23,000 ways to customize your perfect sofa. And the final one I'll give you for today that I love is Burrow is so practical and versatile. You can assemble your sofa or break it down in minutes and you don't need tools. These things like clasp together, it's so cool. And again, it's so easy that you can do it by yourself. Guys, go to burrow.com slash no dunks to get $75 off your purchase plus fast and free shipping. You always get fast and free shipping and zero interest financing. So go to the site for details. That's B-U-R-R-O-W.com slash no dunks for $75 off. And just thank me later. Take a photo of your beautiful burrow couch and send it to us at no dunks inc. And we'll throw a like on it. I guarantee it. The Nuggets go as Nikola Jokic goes, and he usually goes slow to start, same with the Nuggets. To the surprise of absolutely no one, Jokic was in chill mode at the season's inception. He often floated through games, generating the he's-out-of-shape talk that has followed him throughout his career. But while Jokic worked up a lather, Denver deed up, putting together a top-10 defense early on. Soon, Jokic rounded into shape. Shape. Nice one, man. (laughs) Round is a shape, that's right. Mm -hmm. Soon, Jokic rounded into form as the hyper-skilled big man put his boost to good use inside and picking opponents apart with his passing. And he consistently came up clutch, becoming one of the league's top late-game scorers while hitting game winners in consecutive games in November, another in January, and yet another in February. They weren't always pretty... It's the Dirk, but it's like it's a it, it's a new age Dirk because he just turns around. He's got that one leg, and and he's so slow, but he still gets it away, and defenders can't get up and contest it. It's incredible. That is the driveway dad Dirk. Yeah. All right. Here's what I mean by that <laughs> current Dirk. That is dad playing his young kid yeah. in the driveway, and mom's yelling that dinner's ready. So dad says next point wins, and yeah, he's a giant man, so he could take his son down into the block and score an easy little hook shot. But come on. Dad's going to make it a little interesting. <laughs> a little loft on so it. So Dad's going to put a little loft on it, flick it up there. That is the driveway Dad Dirk. That is what I'm calling those Joker game winners that he hits like every <laughs> two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Jokic was back to an all-star level, and while the defense started to slip, the team started to click. Jamal Murray quietly had a career-best season. New addition Jeremy Grant stepped in ably when Paul Millsap went out with a wrist injury. Will Barton thrilled, and the emergence of Michael Porter Jr. raised Denver's ceiling and looked good doing it. I think MPJ, I'm going to call him that, Michael Porter Jr. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Mr. Is, PJs. He rocks it. You know, he's, he's just a cool-looking guy. A bit of a heartthrob look, I think. Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't know. I'm buying the look. I'm buying the game. That athleticism is is real. There's a lot of cool looking dudes out there. MPJ is one of them. You know, he came onto the scene with the, the big sort of rock. I'd call them the rock sunglasses, or that that was <laughs> yeah. his look, oh, yeah. right? Like yeah. the big windows, like the huge, huge chunkers. I'm not into it. Um, but you know, I always give everybody a second chance. I wore sunglasses like that once upon a time. They're ugly. They're gross. Uh, but he deserves a second chance. <laughs> Everybody wears ugly sunglasses sometimes, and sometimes it was ugly for Denver this season. But they won at a higher clip this year than last, and they're third in the West, even after a sluggish start. You've got to give people a second chance with their glasses and their basketball. Meanwhile, in No Dunks, February 3rd, 2020. Nora gets so upset with me if I make popcorn, and I, I do not like to leave any kernel... <laughs> behind uh, or, no or kernel or left behind right? yeah sure like i like to push it there's no doubt I, i'm adding a couple 10 or 15 seconds more because i want everybody to join in the party but <laughs> then you risk that little burnt popcorn smell but i i can burn one kernel and nora can smell it instantly and be like well the whole bag's ruined <laughs> i'm like come on <laughs> i just wish at uh, arenas they wouldn't make the one bag size only for popcorn just make it smaller make it small and allow us to come back and exactly. get more popcorn. It's not that hard. Because you try to stop a seven-year-old when he's just like, it, it's just like a machine. Oh, it's yeah. just non-stop. I said, right, that's enough. You've had enough. That's enough. Yeah. We're getting uncooked carrots. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you, there could be a little market for that, you know? So have a, you know, buy some popcorn, get a couple of carrots with you as well. Basically like French fries. Yeah. Wouldn't feel so bad. <laughs> it's a small market. It could be a market. Very small <laughs> <market>. <laughs> Salt Lake City is situated in a valley between a few different mountain ranges. It's beautiful for a city, and it was that kind of season for the jazz. High highs, low lows, peaks and valleys. Utah excelled early, pushing to the top of the West and beating the Bucks on a game winner from new acquisition Boyan Bogdanovich. It's Bogdanovich corner, wide open, up. Tense on the clock as the horn sounds, the Jazz win it. All oh, the celebration. Bogdanovich, whose season recently ended after wrist surgery, slotted in nicely alongside Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. But integrating Mike Conley proved to be trickier as the former Grizz vet struggled to adapt to Utah's system. Calls for Joe Ingles to replace Conley in the starting lineup soon came, and they were answered when a hamstring injury put the vet on the shelf for a month. The Jazz peaked with their new starting five, winning 10 in a row during an impressive 20-3 stretch. Preseason chatter had been about which of Utah's two stars would make their all-star game debut. Come February, it was both of them. The descent, though, mmm, uneven. Conley returned from injury and eventually to the starting lineup as Utah struggled to recreate the every-night consistency on display during their best span. Win four, lose five, repeat. 1.6 left to play. Ingles trying to get it in. Having trouble. Bogdanovich, tough shot. He went in. The Utah Jazz have won it. Bojan Bogdanovich with only his second three-pointer of the game. And it never touched the iron. What a shot by Bogdanovich. Wow. What a bitter finish for the Houston Rockets fans. The defense was good. 
if not always great, as extra small teams proved a challenge for a team increasingly reliant on Gobert to solve most problems. Mitchell was often sensational when he wasn't making things a bit too hard. Then March 11th hit, and the Jazz became the biggest story in America. Rudy Gobert tested positive for the coronavirus, so the league released a statement. Quote, the NBA suspending gameplay following the conclusion of Wednesday's schedule of games until further notice. The NBA will use this hiatus to determine next steps for moving forward in regard to the coronavirus pandemic. Rudy Gobert and Tom Hanks, forever linked. Here is every time Luka Doncic or John Morant was a winner of the weekend. My first winner, guys, of the weekend, Grizzlies rookie, John Morant. This guy's a real one. This guy is something else. One of my winners from the NBA weekend, Luka Doncic. He's been unreal to start this season. Grizzlies have won five in a row. Why should you cheer for them? Well, they're a small market. They're young. They're led by John Morant, a man who will win rookie of the year and who is must-watch television. Uh, your league pass Luca there, your donk, Lee, um, has been has been so much fun to watch. The Mavs are one of the most exciting teams to watch right now. And Luca, is it like a stretch to say he's like already a top 10 player in this league? I don't think I'm going crazy by saying that. John Morant got a loss to the Kings on Friday. Tough. 20 points, 11 assists, 3 rebounds, but then broke the losing streak. Five-game losing streak. I'll, uh, I'll show a little love to Luka. Luka Doncic, another winner of the weekend. This must be, what, his third or fourth one here while we were doing no dunks early in the season. John Morant is a winner of the weekend. Grizzlies, yes, again. What, a, what an incredible run he is on right now, Doncic. He is just bawling every single time he gets on the floor. Saturday was the John Morant show. That was awesome. Harden-esque. Got the nod of approval from Lou Williams. Yes, yeah, Lou was even loving it. John Morant is must-watch TV. He's has to be on the short list of guys you want to, like, either go see live or just fire up League Pass to see what he's doing. He's that exciting. Jay Morant, we know he's good. He sat out again. <laughs> oh, my God. What? Say it again. Ja, what did I say, Jay? You said Jay. Ja, ja Morant. You said Jay, but yeah. We know, we know he's you good, gotta, but, but... You got to put it in your notes as J-A-H. <laughs> yeah. Both also maintained their excellence during the week, becoming critical darlings while leading their respective teams to surprising seasons. Luca had a special season, butting his way into MVP talks early, then staying there the entire season as the Mavericks posted the single highest offensive rating in NBA history. He finished second only to LeBron in All-Star voting. Fitting, after the two joined forces for our most rewatchable game of the season. November 1st, 2019, LeBron and Luca's triple-double duel in Dallas. Here is Bradley, James, James going to the rim, kicks to the corner, Green a three to tie, he got it! We have overtime! It wasn't just Doncic though. Making his Dallas debut after 20 months recovering from a knee injury, Kristaps Porzingis found the form that made him such a promising fit next to Doncic. Dwight Powell's torn Achilles was certainly a blow, but Porzingis found himself comfortable at the five. By season's end, Kristaps was posting 20 and 10s regularly. The supporting players were so good, they got a coveted bench nickname. Shout out to the Mild Stallions. Just about the only thing Dallas got drastically wrong this year was a uniform. 
extreme. Oh, okay. <laughs> These make me want to do the do. This looks like Mountain Dew marketing between the color and the graffiti font that they're using on the front. Pop open a bottle of pop and guzzle it. Get that caffeine kicking through your sis. It's Toon Squad for me. Okay. <laughs> Ugly-ish. <laughs> I need to see them on a player first, but I'm trying to imagine a player running around. I'm trying to imagine the shorts, and they don't look great. Luca was at the table for the MVP. John ja Morant hosted the Rookie of the Year dinner. I believe that's Jay. 100% it's Ja. You're the only one that says Jay. <laughs> ja Morant led all rookies in scoring and assists, and so dominated his class that 19 games from Zion is the only last-ditch argument against. The highlights piled up. Best Ja Morant assist from Tuesday night against the Rockets. Was it the behind-the-back dish to Triple J on the move? Was it that little drop-off that he had to Triple J, who then hammered it home? Or was it the no-look lob to Brandon Clark? Best dime for me was the alley-oop. I thought the best highlight overall was uh, the one Lee's talking about. The one that he meant to be talking about, the yeah. fast break where he did yeah. the, the behind the back, basically just to, to kill a little time yep. until JJJ was there to throw down a monster dunk. But I thought that uh, the dunk was the best part of that one. If you're talking strictly pass, the behind the back in the half court to the no look oop yeah. in a half court set for a monster dunk, that was wicked. Team success is another check on Jaws' resume. Led by their rookie point guard, Memphis exceeded expectations as a collection of hungry youngsters and savvy vets hit their stride midseason. Jaron Jackson Jr. splashed from outside while Jonas Valanciunas mashed inside. Brandon Clark might have been the best rookie after Jaw. And don't forget about Canadian Dylan Brooks. Don't even say it, Lee. Don't. Oh, no. Cut his mic. Man. Nonetheless, back in the preseason, Vegas thought Memphis would be one of the five worst teams in the league. But an unproven team with a little-known coach and a rookie throwing his body around proved the haters wrong and put together a playoff season. Well... Megaball! In this corner, they've made the playoffs in each of the past six seasons. They got a video game season from Damian Lillard, and C.J. McCollum averaged a career high in scoring. They were decimated by injuries, but they brought back Carmelo Anthony to help, and he was actually pretty good. They're 29 and 37. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Portland Trailblazers. Took two and a half seconds, game clock and shot clock. Lillard, working on Burks, dancing free, a three, go! That's a clear three. And that ties the game. And Lillard has 54. And he's got 10 threes. He'll try to tie it. 57 points. 57. Lillard. 61 points for Damian Lillard. Just a marvelous performance. In this corner, they turned Brandon Ingram into an all-star and got Lonzo Ball making threes. They got solid performances from vets Drew Holiday, Derek Favors, and J.J. Redick, but had trouble keeping everybody on the court. They only got 19 games from Zion Williamson, and that was enough to put the league on notice. They're 28-36, and 36, the New Orleans Pelicans! 
Here is Zion stepping back, pulling the trigger, and hitting a three. Here's a lob to Zion, and he finishes over DeRozan. Five straight for the rookie. Here's Zion for three, hit it again. Zion's got eight points in the last minute. They want Zion to get it. Here he is. And Hurdle blocked it. Zion gets it back and finishes. Ten points in just over a minute for Zion Williamson. By far his best stretch of the night. Zion gives it up. Gets it back. Here he is again. Got it again! Here's Zion against Aldridge. Gets it back. Zion for four for four! In this corner! Ooh, a triple threat match! They too battled injuries, as De'Aaron Fox and Marvin Bagley both missed significant chunks of time. Buddy Hill was fiery off the court and on fire on it, shooting the lights out after getting benched, then winning the three-point contest. Harrison Barnes said he wouldn't shave till this season was over, and that was when he thought it ended in June! The 28-36, the Sacramento Kings! The free throw where Fox Line drived it off the front of the rim to himself may have been their highlight of the season. Kings have Bedman and Bielitsa down low for a potential offensive rebound. Whoa! Oh my goodness gracious! Oh, Did you just see that duck And in this corner! Is this a fatal four-way? They've made it to the playoffs 22 straight seasons. When Greg Popovich isn't cracking wise, Tim Duncan steps in to coach from time to time. They don't shoot threes, and they don't play D. They're 27 and 36. It's the San Antonio Spurs! Rozier! Oh, wow. Deflected off of Martin! Spurs have it! They don't foul! DeRozan! And the Spurs are gonna win it! Congratulations to Timmy Duncan getting that win. And in this corner. Is this cricket? No. Maybe. They haven't been to the postseason since 2010. They got off to a hot start, but then they flamed out. Devin Booker was an all-star, and Kelly Oubre's game was as pretty as he was. DeAndre Ayton was good, but also suspended. They're 26-39. and 39. They're the Phoenix Suns! Devin Booker, who's at it again. Booker takes it back from Baines, goes in with the left hand, and one! Wow. That was an angry move by Devin Booker. Mega Bowl! Is that it? (laughs) I hope so. Here are some other things that happened in the Western Conference. For the 15th time in the past 16 season, the Minnesota Timberwolves failed to make the playoffs. But for about a month, they ran one of the great travel agency scams of all time. Is nobody on Wiggins Island with me? Nobody? I got so many coconuts. You know, I'm joining. Yeah! 
Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. The, but the island, I, I have one requirement. The island has to be right under the rim because that's where he belongs. <laughs> <laughs> the island's got to be a, a little circle underneath the hoop. I'm not ready to buy property on Wigan yeah, Island, but wrong? I'm coming out for a weekend, man. I'm coming yeah. out to rage for a weekend. Is that video. this weekend? What are we doing? Sure, why not? Let's okay. do it. By December, the island was deserted and the Wolves were on an 11-game losing streak. What happened to the subway? The subway unfortunately shut down. Ugh. Rats infested it. <laughs> yeah, in January, the Wolves launched a 13-game losing streak, joining the Hawks as the only teams in the league to have multiple double-digit losing streaks this season. Wiggins was eventually traded to the Warriors, where he continued to lose, ultimately piling up 20 straight defeats before finally getting a win on February 29th. Problem with that, nothing that happens on Leap Day actually counts. So, sorry. Things weren't much different for the other Wolves star. Carl Anthony Towns, after an early season suspension for fighting with Joel Embiid, also amassed a surprising personal losing streak, dropping 17 straight games he played in as a combination of bad luck, injuries, and incompetence. Saw Katmandu go from November 13th all the way to February 8th without winning a home game. It was a disappointing season for the Timberwolves, but maybe it wasn't a total loss, as the team finally traded for D'Angelo Russell after months of trying to acquire one of town's best friends. We won't know until next year, however, as the duo played just one game together, a loss, naturally, before a wrist injury put Towns on the shelf. Sometimes it's just not your year, though we say that all the time about the Wolves. For the first time since 2015, the Golden State Warriors weren't one of the league's biggest stories night in and night out. Kevin Durant was off to Brooklyn. Klay Thompson was going to be out the entire year following a torn ACL in Game 6 of the Finals. And even though everyone was excited to see Steph Curry as a solo act, championship expectations were long gone. They did have a new arena, which Curry christened with a 40-foot air ball on the very first shot in the pristine Chase Center. Curry from way downtown and comes up way Whoa. short. He's trying to open this arena the right way. Whoa! <laughs> He's I mean, testing the rims out. He's just testing the air in the arena. Seeing this is just from 40 feet away. Unfortunately, Steph would play just four regular season games before breaking his hand. With Clay out and Draymond Green nursing a finger injury, the Warriors ran out some lineups full of unknowns. The Warriors, I know we're giving them a pass, but they are the worst team in the league by far. They just played a game. They got smacked by the Mavericks. They lost by nearly 50, and everybody that played for the Warriors wasn't even on the Warriors last season. Hmm. Guys you've never heard of. Kai Bowman. He's a showman. Eric Paschal. He's a rascal. (laughs) Amari Spellman. What the hell, man? (laughs) (laughs) This is good. I like it. I like it. Keep going. Alex Burks. Great joke. Alec Burks. Doesn't work. All right. Nice. Willie Colley Stein. That one's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Draymond came back, but with the Splash Brothers on the mend, his particular blend of talents was diminished. That didn't stop him from beefing with Charles Barkley, though. Hey, Shaq. uh, Draymond don't talk as much since he's having that triple single. (laughs) (laughs) What are you averaging, Chuck? A triple single? (laughs) 966. Barkley should stop before I go take his job, though. I can do that well, too. He already didn't make enough money playing, so he need that job. He should stop talking to me. I like the tendency to end people. So he should stop before I take his job. If he keep talking, uh, then I'll take it soon. Sooner than he thinks. 
So yeah, he probably should be quiet. He also can't talk basketball with me either. Not smart enough, not qualified. Some things never change. Some things never change. <laughs> As for new addition D'Angelo Russell, he did what he came to do in Gold State. Score points, including a career-high 52 against the Timberwolves, and get traded to the Timberwolves, who were obviously impressed. In return, the Dubs got Andrew Wiggins and a first-round draft pick. Welcome to Wiggins Island, Warriors fans. And well, that's it. Every single thing that happened in the entire NBA prior to this restart. Quite the journey. Maybe we forgot some things along the way, or maybe you just imagined them. Mm, think about that. With just a couple of days left until the season resumes in Orlando, all this past is prologue. The teams will look different, from who's on the court, to what they look like, to how well they play together. But you can't know where you're going if you don't know where you've been. Clipper bros, you heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. And remember, because of the hiatus, the Raptors are the longest reigning single season champions in NBA history. Oh, man. <laughs> it's almost like they've repeated already, you know? <laughs> Embrace the bubble, people.